you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time once again, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with the only show in all of cyberspace, in all of the universe, on Earth or anywhere else, devoted to the world's most perfect food. Not just the world, the galaxy, the universe's most perfect food. We're talking, of course, about a delicious bowl of gumbo, ladies and gentlemen, be it chicken and sausage or seafood or rabbit or some other strange melange you got going. We love a bowl of gumbo on this show. That's what this show is all about. I'm Feynman Roberts in Southeast Louisiana, joined as always by my co-host, Dave, Bar- Dave Barksdale. How about that? Dave nice. Huguenel in Northern Georgia and Brent Barksdale in North Texas. We are, of course, the Bobby Bear, Aaron Brooks, and Jameis Winston of Gumbo Podcast Host. I'll, I will take for myself the Aaron Brooks because it's late and I'm tired and I look like I don't want to be here. Brent, you can be the Cajun Cannon. Yeah. And Dave, you get to be Jameis because you're the youngest. Fair enough. I I'll, I mean, I'm already starting off bad, though, because you just reminded me that Barksdale has yet to put a ring on this finger. So I'm yet, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm unfortunately not Dave Barksdale yet. But, but I mean, Dave Barksdale. I, 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 can, uh, uh, to all the single I got ladies, so many already, jokes that just came to mind, but I'm not going to go there. It's too late. Two minutes in, punch drunk. We had a Beyonce reference. Dave, that's why you're on the show to reach out to the kids to to yeah. make references that the younger people get. <laughs> that's right. And he's wait, hold on. We have breaking news. Dave is now on TikTok. I am. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. Tell, tell us about TikTok. your walk us through your 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 first TikTok, Dave. Oh yeah, I did. I did a uh, TikTok about my prosthetic leg. Basically, I don't know how to describe it. Like it's, it's hilarious. One of the memes on there where it's like, you know, it's like the Blink One Eight Two song that says, "Where are you?" And then it says, I'm over here. I like, I, I, I there's no way this is going to translate. Into yeah. You have to watch it. You have so to watch please, it. please, please tell us your handle because I love your handle. I, your actually TikTok handle. I think it's like Dave hugs. Yeah. It's Dave hugs. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just spreading the love. And Dave, once again, children. showing why we have him on the podcast, because he made a blink 182 reference. And that one's <laughs> too young for me. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. Did they, did they did they ever play with Guns N' Roses? Because that's that's about no. where my music. They, they they didn't. Although I do think Blink One Eight Two plays on some classic rock stations now, which is frightening. Oh. Oldies, but goodies. Dude, we're, we're all getting old. What's my age again? That's a Blink One Eight Two. That's why uh, I'm up. All right, well, gentlemen, she left me roses on the stairs. I never got that one. Or flowers on the stairs. Surprises, surprises lets me know she cares. What is cares, that? What? Yeah. I don't know. I called your mom. From a payphone, I said I was the cops. Your husband's in jail. <laughs> anyway, I love all right, it. that's I all just, my blink. I, I, actually, I just have I, I have to say one thing. All right, uh-huh. we'll, we'll talk about gumbo at some point. What, what? I, what I hate about that song now is when I started to listen to that song, I was in high school. Actually, I might yeah. be middle school. I came out, um, you know, and uh, sometime around there. And I remember because there's a line like, you know, I'm 23. I was like, oh, these guys are like old, old. Like, and now and now I'm like, wow, like what I would give to be a child at 20. Now you have two childs. Yeah. You have two childs, but your maturity level is not increased. Are, your, the same. are your children yet closer in age, closer to 23 than you are? Oh, they might. Ooh, no, wow. no, not yet. 
Not yet, but but it's mine are. You're making me mine do are. math, Damon, and I don't appreciate it. But I don't think they are. <laughs> you, Brent, I think you have a kid that's 23. Yeah, 19. Close. Yeah, yeah, very close. Geez. And uh, both of my kids are way closer than I am to 23. But anyway, let's talk. Uh, let's talk gumbo. We, uh, if you guys missed last week's show, let me just tell you right now. You should stop and go listen to the one we did last week because we actually had on Curtis Louvier. He's a cook-off legend. He's great. He shared lots of great intel and insight with us. And hopefully you're going to see him at the World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off put on by the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce October 8th and 9th. But Brent, you guys, you took Kernis's inspiration. You went and made some gumbo yourself. You also drew some inspiration from some other places. Tell us what you did. So I had, um, it was Saturday and we have a our cousin from California is living with us till January when he gets married and he's moving to Texas. And he, and he pretty much started uh, insulting me. He said, Brent, I've been here for a month. All you, you, you talk a big gumbo game and I haven't had gumbo. And the one place you took me was horrible. So uh, anyway, he hurt my pride and I'm like, all right, fine. So order me some groceries and I was going to make gumbo. But before I did, I called up you, Feynman. I called up Dave. I called up our friend Brett Berry, and I just started talking through the chicken because I, I, I there's so many ways you can approach the chicken. You can, you know, uh, take it from the. You can do what Dave does and buys the uh, rotisserie chicken and just kind of breaks it up at the end. Uh, you can cook your own chicken, make your stock, the whole thing. But um, I, I went ahead and went the Brett Berry route. And as Brett was explaining to me what he does, he also said, but he's he also he's always wanted to try a new twist. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try it just for the podcast. So what I did, Brett Berry's route is he takes his chicken, chicken thighs, boneless, skinless chicken thighs, and he pretty much boils water and just throws a crap ton of seasoning in that water. And then he stews, I guess, or simmers his chicken and just cooks it down for he didn't really tell me how long I just cooked it down a long time. Um, and it started smelling good. Anyway, so you boil your chicken basically and you simmer it for 45 minutes while you're doing the other parts of your gumbo. And then he said, and this is the twist he wanted me to try. He, he mentioned, he said he was at a, an Asian restaurant. I think it was for a pho restaurant. And he noticed if you add chicken to your pho, he watched the guys at the last minute, they took the chicken and they smashed it down on the wok on a hot wok and just seared the side of it before they added it to the, to the ramen. So he said, I've always wanted to try that before I take my chicken out of my stew. I want to, um, you know, just burn the crap out of it. So what I did was I got a cast iron skillet, threw some butter in it, cranked up the heat. And I, before I put my chicken in the gumbo toward the end, um, I slammed it down in my cast iron skillet and I seared the side, one side of it before I put it into the gumbo. So it, because it was in that water, the stew, I guess, and had all that seasoning, and um, and I seared it. Anyway, it was juicy chicken. The chicken kept its juice, kept its flavor. Um, some of the sear kind of stayed, but most of it didn't. Uh, but anyway, it was great. It was a great bowl of gumbo, but it was cool to try. I videoed the whole thing and sent it to you guys uh, for the vault, which we'll probably never show. But the process is online somewhere in y'all your phones. So I did it. It was good. It was cool. I thought it well, was it'll a, probably a success. Show up at some point on our Twitter feed. Yeah, on our Twitter uh, feed. For the for the 11 um, members of our Twitter Twitter followers. Yeah. 
So I don't know what that process is called. Some expert like Kernis could tell us what that was, but the only twist is I love just slamming it in the cast iron skillet. Now I did take Dave's advice. Dave said, whatever you do, just like you're doing a steak, throw a bunch of butter in there, in the skillet when you're doing that. So I did. I put a bunch of butter down, slammed it on the hot skillet, and threw some butter, more butter on top of it just for good measure. So uh, anyway, the the it was chicken and sausage gumbo with some shrimp, and it turned out great. You have some pictures on the Twitter. That you your day, your day so, two gumbo looked fantastic. Like the, I mean, day, the first day, the second day, like it got it way good. darker and like in a good way. Yeah, it was good. And then day, I finished it off today, which I guess is day four, day three. Who knows? I don't even know what day it is, but I had some more today. So it's day four. I took a day off, finished it off today. It's gone. And uh, our cousin's friend from California is also staying with us this week. He just got a job in Texas. So he had some gumbo too. So he was excited. He said so, it passed his test. That's good. What kind of spices did you use in your chicken simmer? Uh, everything. I did a little crab boil that uh, our good friend Gail, the Cajun Creole queen, told us to put. I put some crab boil, a little bit of crab boil, a little half a top. I put uh, a full top and a half in my gumbo stock or in my, you know, the mixture, the liquid when I was doing my gumbo after. Added the, uh, the the chicken stock. I added some of that crab oil, but also added some crab oil in the liquid, salt, pepper, a lot of garlic salt, um, three or four big old bay leaves, tons of Tony Sacheries, tons of cayenne, and <laughs> just everything. I didn't have time, which is we had to, we didn't order that. We forgot the time. I needed some time. Pretty much everything that seemed like it would be tasty, I put in there, and I just doused the crap out of it. So. It was good. Well, so so that's pretty interesting. So did you taste the chicken between nope. the sear and the pot of gumbo? Nah, just threw it in there. It was good. I'd be I'd be really curious to hear how it how it tasted. You know, yeah. just like before you put it in the gumbo. And what was the consistency like when you pulled it out of the, the simmer? So it started to um once I seared it, as I was putting it in, it did start to get stringy like Brett Berry's gumbos are. But some of it held together. So there was a mix of the some stringiness and some also, which was cool because you get chicken in every bite pretty much once it starts. So you had some strings in the in the gumbo and you had some solid parts. Mm. I didn't strings cut the chicken that much. Parts. I didn't cut the chicken. I just threw it in the the boil and then I threw it in this in the um, the skillet and I threw it in the gumbo. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Well, it did look delicious for sure. Um, yeah. Now let's talk about Alaska, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just to show the, the national phenomenon that is the gumbo show. Um, so a few weeks ago, a buddy of mine that lives up in Alaska reached out. Uh, he was asking for my gumbo recipe, uh, which happily sent over to him. Turns out the reason he was asking for it is that I think it was his brother-in-law was actually at his house uh, somewhere up in the, the, the you know, great state of Alaska. And uh, he wanted to try gumbo for the first time, not just not just tr you know cook it for the first time, literally cook it and try it for the first time, because he listens to the show, which I thought was really cool. <clears throat> so, yeah, he uh, you can actually go to our to our uh, Instagram and I think on our Facebook, uh, he was so proud of himself, you know pictures got all that sort of stuff up there for people to see uh, i did tell him i thought you know i couldn't taste the gumbo but it looked right because his kitchen was a mess um and if, if your kitchen's a mess you probably you know did 
the things correctly. Yeah, unless you cook it in a microwave like Dave. Uh, yeah, I don't think he cooked it in the microwave. He wanted to do, and, and look, for your, first time, for your first time making a gumbo, you shouldn't cook it in a microwave. You should do it the old-fashioned way because, like, you have to appreciate how yeah. much of a pain that is to appreciate the microwave way of doing it. Now, speaking of that, though, uh, I'm actually cooking a gumbo this weekend. In fact, I got uh, my shipment of uh, specific Cajun things that I need to do it my way uh, delivered yesterday. So it's ready to go. Was uh, it got still? I'm fascinated good. by this very imprecise. Well, it was a day, just so you know, it was a day late. It got it got caught in the in the, yeah. the shipping. How was, was the dry yeah, ice when it got there? Was it still it was, good? It was still fine. Yeah, it was still fine. So, I like this okay. shipment of specific Cajun things. Well, I'm, yes. I'm about to lay it out for you. I'm about to what lay it all get, out. Dave? All right, let's get? hear it. What you got? So, so I got myself some Savoy's Tasso, uh, which I used in my last gumbo, which was which worked really really well. So you know, I'll basically um, you know chop it up into a couple because it kind of comes it comes in like two big chunks. I'll chop it up, you know, into like like little like cubes, and then I'll uh, I'll basically fry it on a skillet for a little bit, and then throw it into the gumbo, um, and then I'll also cook my my chicken, and that's sort where of stuff like in that in you know in deglaze and get all that stuff in there. Uh, I got myself some green onion sausage because I can I can actually get good andouille up here, uh, but they don't have a lot of variety in terms of like different types of Cajun sausage. So I got a good green onion one, which is the I use that in my last gumbo. So I'll have two types of sausage in this one, like I like to have. Um, I also got, uh, and I've been meaning to get this for a while, but I actually just got some filet as well, because it's been a while that I, it, I haven't been able to put filet in my gumbo for a while, which I, I do like to have a little bit. So I'm going to add that. And then I uh, got a couple of packets of boudin. So not for the gumbo, just because I'm, I'm hungry. But I can't, nice. I, can't order, I can't order Cajun food and not get boudin. Like that's, I think that's against the law somewhere. Yep, love it. So if it's not against the law, it's against God's order of things. Yeah. No, now, Lord. I am thinking. Um, now I don't, I don't hunt, so I don't have like a bunch of ducks lying around, unfortunately. But I, I don't even know if it's duck season. Uh, but I am thinking about maybe going and purchasing some duck at a butcher or something in town, um, and doing yeah. some duck instead of chicken. I had. We'll, we'll we'll see we'll see where the day takes me when I go do my grocery shopping. But I know it's uh, duck season because I saw on TikTok somebody was hunting duck somewhere. Yeah, it, it might be. And and honestly, that's like, how I, I get never, my news. That's how I get. My I've news never been an TikTok. avid hunter. I'm more of a fisher than a hunter. But uh, if it means that I get more duck to make gumbo with, like I might start going and like shooting some birds. Like that would be. There you go. Like, like that, in the country now. Go for it. I do. I do. I haven't seen any ducks around here yet, though. I see. Because uh, they are already got shot. I guess so. I guess so. A lot of duck wow. hunters in Georgia. So, but I'm excited. It's going to be a good yeah, gumbo. No, that's, this is photos. It's the first gumbo I've cooked uh, since last Christmas. It's been a long time. Promise yeah. me you're going to send photos, but this time, please put your shirt on. Like, that's that's uh, the new rule of this show. The new rule. I I will make that promise to you, uh, Barksdale, if you promise to take me out to a nice <laughs> dinner uh, next summer in town. David uh, Barksdale. I want to be Dave Barksdale. Like, what do I have to do to get you to commit to me, Brent? What do I have to like? More gumbo. I think, Dave, I think you know the answer to that yes. question. All right. <laughs> Pay my he mortgage. Knows, he already knows I'll cook for him. I mean, Pay my I, mortgage. I Pay, Pay the mortgage. I can't, you know. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll use my salary from the gumbo show to pay for that. Yeah. What happens when both of you guys are, are looking <laughs> for a sugar daddy? 
How does that work? You're like Feynman. You'll do. <laughs> Turns into like a vicious uh, cycle. Who's that like, guy that owns like Raising Canes? He's got he's rich. Todd Graves. Yeah, call Todd Graves. Uh, well, that that sounds great. The both of you, Brent, you made gumbo last weekend. Dave, you're going to make it this weekend. Maybe I'll make some this weekend too, because it's been Show two off. weeks since I made mine. I can tell you, my next door neighbor uses yeah. green onion sausage in her gumbo, which she brought me some of, and it was delicious. Shout out to Brittany. She is an avid listener to the show. Go, so, Brittany. Yeah. Thank you, Brittany, for the delicious gumbo. And and she does use green onion sausage. It's really good. So uh, so that's fantastic. So maybe I'll have to make uh, some gumbo as well. Of course, being here as I am, uh, unlike you two, poor, yeah. poor, uh, poor outcasts. Yeah, you outcasts. I uh, since I live here in the the heartland of good gumbo, it's easy for me to get the uh, the necessary ingredients. Or just go get gumbo down the street. I can't do that. In fact, I, there is a new place. Brett Berry told me I need to check out about thirty minutes from my house. So I'm gonna go. That's that's on my list. I think tomorrow. Or, I mean, if you drive uh, for thirty minutes, Brent, can you can you even get off of your property? Because every picture I see out there, <clears throat> it's a palatial estate, man. No, it's it's a neighborhood. Uh, maybe forty minutes. <laughs> anyway, it's called Rick something or other. I gotta check it out. He says he says it's not bad. He doesn't hate it. So we'll see. It's in Granbury, Texas. Cool, cool. Check it out. And I trust Brett, even though he uh, loves tomatoes in his gumbo. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We don't need to talk about that. Well, unless there's anything else, I think we can bring this episode on home. No. Do it. Bring it home. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, we don't forget to soon. mention the uh, the gumbo championship coming up. Very. That's right. Very That's soon. October 8th and 9th in New Iberia on the uh, on the banks of the lovely Bayou Tesh there. Um, and speaking of home, let's uh, Brent, let's make one together. Let's let's finish this. <laughs> this is where the music our first, starts. Our first gumbo show uh, wedding here. Connection. Um, yeah. I wonder who's going to cater it in, through thick and thin ruse, <laughs> the microwave and the oven <laughs> during gumbo season and out. Uh, my friend asked me, like, what do y'all talk about on the gumbo show? It's like, literally, we just rip each other and make jokes. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm not ripping pretty... anyone. I just want... I just oh, want... the oh. night is young. What? I just, I just want... Yeah, I just I just want, like, you know, to build a family with you. I want to be Dave Barksdale. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what... That's what you might have to fight former LSU offensive lineman Joseph Barksdale. Joseph Barksdale. For that right. honor. We wouldn't want Brent to be a... A bigamist. I met him. I met him. It was great. I got a photo. I'll send it. Anyway. Um, All right. Anyway, I got to roll. It's past my bedtime, fame, and let's roll. Let's, yes, I know. Let's wrap this up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another edition of the Gumbo Show. Uh, if you're in the South Louisiana area in the next couple of weeks, please try to go to the World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off there in New Iberia, put on by the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce. Fans of the show, we love the Gumbo Cook-Off. And uh, it's just a great, great event with an amazing, amazing gumbos. Um, until next time, though, check us out on our social medias on Twitter at Gumbo Show, on Instagram at Doug Gumbo Show. That's at DA Gumbo Show. We also have a website, gumboshow.us, and a Facebook page. Just look for us on the Gumbo Show. And until next time, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.